بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد Brothers and sisters, we were talking about the effect of the Qur'an, what we must do, how we must do it, how we can relate to the Qur'an. And I remember a true story, very beautiful story, which was told to me in a different context, but... Alhamdulillah, uh, the beauty of uh, of the human condition is the ability to conceptualize learnings from unrelated situations. To learn something that is useful in one situation, you don't have to necessarily learn it from people who are experts in that area alone or in circumstances or situations that are uh, connected with that area alone. Learning from one place can be applied very effectively in some other place with which it is not related. That is why, for example, on a side note, we have so many hoteliers and hotel managers uh, running ITES companies and ITES teams because the learnings in managing people that a hotelier uh, gains are transferable to a non-hotel situation where people and teams are also there and they are important. The story I want to narrate to you was told to be my a good friend of ours and she was in her 70s at that time and she was a classical Hindustani singer of the Gwalior Karana. Now, she said that when she was about maybe 8 or 9 years old, she used to sing the songs of Begum Akhtar. As you know, Begum Akhtar is one of our uh, one of the most was she passed away may Allah forgive her and grant her Jannah uh, she was one of the greatest of our classical singers in India uh, so Begum Akhtar this little girl when she was about eight, seven, eight or nine years old she used to sing the songs of Begum Akhtar so she said her Ustad who was also a Muslim man one day said to her that we will Begum Akhtar to the Begum Akhtar and Begum Akhtar to Begum Akhtar so she said that her Ustah said to her I will take you to Begum Akhtar and you can sing one of her songs before her now this lady said to us to my wife and me she says کہ ہم تو بڑے پریشان ہو گئے so I asked her کہ آپ پریشان کیوں ہوئی تو کہا کہ بیگم اختر کا گانا بیگم اختر کو سنائے یہ کیسے ہو سکتا 
بیگم اختر کا گانا بیگم اختر کو سنیں یہ کیسے ہو سکتا اگر ہم سے کوئی غلطی ہو گئی تو شی سیٹ دیٹ استاد سیٹ دس ٹو می شی سیٹ آئی واز آئی بیکیم ویری فرائٹنڈ اینڈ آئی بیکیم ویری وریڈ سو آئی سیٹ وائی وائی یو وریڈ اینڈ فرائٹنڈ آئی مین دس از سم تھنگ دیٹ یو شوڈ بی یو پرابلی شوڈ ہیو بین ویری ہیپی اباؤٹ دیٹ یو نو ہیئر از دس گریٹ سنگر ہوز سانگس یو یوز ٹو سنگ سو ویل اینڈ ناؤ یو ہیو دی اپرچونیٹی آف گوئنگ اینڈ سنگنگ ان فرنٹ He said, no. He said, I am going to sing Begum Akhtar song before Begum Akhtar. If I make a mistake. Now see the, see what she's saying. She says, I am, I was supposed to sing one of Begum Akhtar's songs before her. What if I make a mistake? And subhanAllah, Every time I recite Quran, I think of the story. And I think to myself, Ki Allah ka kalam Allah ko sunai? Allah ka kalam Allah ko sunai? Wam se ghasti ho gai toh? You want me to recite the kalam of Allah to Allah? You want me to recite the kalam of Allah before Allah? And if I make a mistake, the the fundamental foundational principle foundational fundamental need is to have a sense of the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our lives the Quran al-Kareem is the closest that we will come to Allah in this life in the hereafter we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us his ru'ya his didar grant us the uh, beauty of seeing him to believe in something without seeing the reward of believing in Allah without seeing him is to be able to see him on the day of judgment. They asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah, how will we see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Because he said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show himself to you in Jannatul Firdaus, in the Jannah. They said, Ya Rasulullah, how will we see him? Because there will be thousands, millions, Allah knows how many people in, in that place. Rabbi sallallahu said, don't you see the sun? Or don't you see the moon? Does it matter how many people are looking at it? So also you will see your Rabb. You ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalla aluhu to make this true for us. We know it is true because sadaqa Rasulullah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa spoke the truth. We want Allah to make it true for us that we are among those people who will see him inshallah jalla jalla aluhu on the day of judgment in Jannah inshallah. So the point I'm making here is that this sense of the presence of Allah So when we recite the Qur'an, Al-Kareem, you must think about this and say, I am reciting Qur'an to the one whose kalam it is. Because who spoke this first? 
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم who said this first الرحمن الرحيم said this first الله سبحانه وتعالى جل جلاله وما نواله said this first so when I am reciting this and I'm in salah or otherwise the first and foremost thing is to bring this sense of haiba this friends the sense of awe and majesty the sense of magnificence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which produces a, a, a level of fear this is not fear as in fear which leads to hatred this is not fear as in fear that wants to make you run away this is fear as in the fear that comes of the importance of doing it right and ask yourself and say and ask myself and say ya rab Please forgive me. These are your words. These are not my words. I am not the person to recite these words. I have nobody to recite these words. I am not fit to recite these words. These are your words. How can I possibly do justice to your words? It is not a question of tajweed. It is not a question of ayu. It is not a question of ibarat and harkat. It is not a question of makharij. It is not a question of the mud. It is not a question of the gunna. It is a question of the grace and majesty of Mahirab Jalla Jalla. Of reciting these words which do justice to his grace and majesty. How can I do that? Yet, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered us to do that. Utlu ma uya ilayk. Allah said, recite what has been sent to you. Recite what has been sent to you. So we stand there and before we begin recitation, we make istighfar. We make istighfar. We ask Allah to forgive us. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us. To recite his kalam in a way that pleases him. And maybe, like when a little child starts to speak, the parents are so happy just to hear him speak, even though he's speaking in some lingo, some jargon, which, you know, gibberish, which nobody can understand. You know, is he really talking some, you know, like little children when they start speaking. But it sounds so nice. It sounds so beautiful. It's, oh, look at this man. MashaAllah. He's talking. He's talking. Huh? Parents are very excited. They're not saying, look at the eloquence. You know, what eloquence is this? Uh, he, did, he, did he pronounce that word correctly? They don't. If, if, if somebody says that about a little child, you will say to that person, what kind of talk is this? I mean, you, do you expect this little kid, little kid to pronounce things properly? He just started talking. He just opened his mouth. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to look at us like that. And say, Ya Rab, I'm doing whatever I can do. I'm doing what I can do knowing that this can never ever reach even the, I can't, I don't even know how to say that. I mean, not only can it not reach the perfection that your kalam deserves, it it cannot even get close to it. 
not even in the ballpark. But I'm making the effort because you told me to make the effort. I'm making the effort because I know what a tremendous honor it is to be able to recite your kalam. What a tremendous honor it is to stand before you and say to you what you said to us. And we make dua and we say, Ya Rab, enable us to do this in a way that pleases you. And enable us then to understand it. And for it to fill our hearts with its snore and its glory and its majesty. And for us to mold our lives on it. And to practice it in our lives. And to live by it. And to die upon it. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be pleased with us. And to accept our ibadat and our du'as in these last days of Ramadan al-Kareem. And to give us what we ask with khair and afiyah. And then to add to that from His generosity and majesty and grace. وَصَلَّى اللَّهَ عَلَى نَبِيِّ الْكَرِيمِ وَعَلَى عَلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ مَنِ اللَّهِ